are Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. After a nice long Thanksgiving break, we are back. Good to see you, gentlemen. It's been way too long. Way too long. The yes. funk mm-hmm. that lingers in here after we record <laughs> had almost disappeared. Almost, not quite. Yeah. Uh, it does smell better, though, since the King Show left. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still lingering, though. Oh, if only they were here to defend themselves. Wait well, a minute. That's a, just a quick tease. We've got big things to discuss, including the Rams beating the Saints. What? USC and a little preview of the, the Pac-12 playoffs. I thought you were going to call it the CONCACAF. The CONCACAF. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to call it the Pac-10. I know, I know it's something, something that has to do with so the close. hammer. It's either CONCACAF or uh, yeah, something I can't. Yeah. Herpes. Yeah, can't pronounce. <laughs> also, hey. Lucha. Legitimate UCLA news. Uh, yes. They made a big hire over the, the break. Um, what else? Lakers played the Clippers. I'm sure we'll uh, fill our Lonzo Ball news quota there. Uh, also, Giancarlo Stanton. Talk about going to the Dodgers, possibly? He's not going. Oh, I'm sure Vic has an opinion on that. Not a good it. deal. Save it. <laughs> Don't do it. Big news. But none of that compares to some huge news that we have on the Kings front that also involves guys in shorts. Wow. Oh, my God. Well done. Exciting times. That's what we call a tease, though, because I'm just going to set that there. We'll come right back to it. Um, because you don't want to miss a second of all the exciting things going on, so you follow us on Twitter. When we're not on the show, you can get us on Twitter, at Guys in Shorts LA. All right, enough of that. Let's do this. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. All I have to say is... Yeah! Rams House! Oh, oh thank Vic, you for the setup. I love you. Never gets old. Darren Besa. What's that, the Rams? Eight and three, oh, guys! So good! Let's You're celebrate! So good! Yes! Let's, shall we? Ben Cheers. Garcia. Whoa! Ever changed his intro? Of a, heck of a setup. W- no, no, this is a first. Right? Yeah. When did we and get for the that? sound effects? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Eric, the Portuguese hammer Vieira. I'm going to go a cappella on mine. The boys are back in town. <laughs> we are back. A long time since uh, we've had you in the studio. It's uh, been too long. Yeah, yeah. How did the uh, Lucha Vavum thing uh, go? You know what? I had my trial. We How's your back? Uh, my back lasted through, but uh, unfortunately, Dirty mm. Sanchez hit me with his finishing. Oh. Uh, you guys, Wait, you, were mentioning the, you were mentioning the smell. It, it's me. It's huh. me. I, 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 I'm covered in the stench. You still got some dirty Sanchez, dirty Sanchez on you? Yeah. You were wrestling? <laughs> I thought I thought you were going there to be a burlesque dancer. <laughs> oh, I was way misinformed. Those are some nice titties there. I was going to say, I, 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 could see, I could see how it can be confusing because I do wrestle with tassels. Yeah, yeah. So right. it, it throws some people off. I'm yeah. massively confused. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that makes much more yeah, sense, yeah. actually. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get okay. it all the time, yeah. <laughs> can I borrow the tassels? It's good to have though? you back, buddy. Oh, good to be yes, back. Yes, it is. Oh, it's yes, good to have is. all of us back. Great to and be back. And... If there wasn't enough dudes in one room, <laughs> we got two more. Pack them in. From the King's Realm, formerly known as the Guys in Shorts King Show. It's now the King's Realm. They still do love us, I think. Oh. Even though they changed their name. They should love us. James Whitlock. Oh. Hello, Kings fans. <laughs> and Dennis Wilson. So much man meat. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's a lot of man meat going on in here. All right. Let's cut right to the chase. If you haven't heard, James Whitlock. And Jordan Heckman, who isn't here, had an interview with... Why, why don't you set the stage, James? So, 
opportunities are what they are. That story was going to take way too long. I tried to last as long as I could. Interview with Luke Robitaille. Gosh dang it. Yeah, yeah. That's your childhood hero. Interviewed him. That's a big deal right there. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, he's... He's we've we've been uh, lucky enough to be able to visit him. Um, uh, our our youngest son's named after him, so he invites us back every year to to go in and just say hello and take some pictures and stuff. And he's just been good to our family. So um, I asked him uh, this year, like, what would it take to maybe get an interview on the podcast? And he said, well, just call and we'll set it up. So we called nice. and we set it up. Nice. I like how you're so Sometimes nonchalant simple, about it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this guy love it. <laughs> no, it was I mean I mean it's uh it it speaks more to him than it speaks to anything else. Like he's just that guy. He's he's the epitome of of what hockey is. It's so accessible. Right. Um right. and he's he's just uh you know, he's out to promote the sport and the game and the team at, in whatever format he is. So yeah. I love the fact that you're the only one of us that that like we would all take our childhood hero and you know just idolize them from afar, but you're the only one that took the effort to actually like stalk him and go to his place of work and name your child, name your child after him. So James doesn't accept no for an answer. No, he does not. Uh, it's, that's it's, what I dig about you. It's not stalking if you don't have a restraining order. I mean, no, he's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. How did he smell? Oh, don't answer that. He smelled successful. Uh, good answer. <laughs> no, the uh, the interview was fantastic. I I loved the fact that you guys asked the questions that that he doesn't get asked a billion times. The canned mm-hmm. questions that the rest of the press are going to ask. You guys were actually in there not not to get his thoughts on the current Kings, but to get his experiences as hockey and 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 you, he gave some great stories of the actual guy that he is. Yeah, he he did talk about how they do hockey. That's good good lead in, Jeff. <laughs> how do you guys do the hockey? <laughs> no, I mean that that um the interview is true guys in shorts fashion where it's like Did you wear shorts? Yes, we did. Okay, well done. Good. Yeah. So, and he dug the name. He liked the guys in shorts name. Absolutely. Like, cool. He he likes he likes the logo. He likes everything like our guys in shorts guy. Um but uh, just the whole the whole thought behind it that we want to know more than just you know you can hear canned answers and stats and everything right. else on any show you listen to but we want to get down and dirty we want to find out some fun stuff nice. so yeah. that's what we did we just kind of went at it the same way we've always done podcasts here at guys in shorts so and, that, and that's what I got to say, because you're absolutely right. It wasn't the normal canned hockey answer, which you really got a glimpse into who Luke is. And the, the perfect example of that, you need to head over, listen to King, King's Realm pod with Luke Robitaille and hear his story about his appearance on the TV show Bones. Yes. <laughs> yes. A great story, nothing to do with hockey, but you get an idea of who he is, you get an idea of the relationships that he's able to build and why he was such a popular player, and and, and that's exactly why he's who he is and why he's beloved and idolized in Los Angeles and why he's one of the greatest hockey players ever because it goes beyond what he can do on the ice. It's the personality that makes him longstanding and, and a kind of a pillar yeah. in well, the Kings community. Funny you should mention that. We actually got permission from the Kings realm. Oh, wow. And, uh, How'd you swing that? We're actually yeah. going to play. <laughs> How much are we paying him? Of the uh, 
of that segment. This is an abbreviated clip. Wow. But see, I this I didn't know this. What yeah. a segue. Yeah. What a segue. <laughs> You're welcome, if, ladies and gentlemen. If only we had pre pre production meetings. <laughs> oh yeah. That never What's happens. That? <laughs> oh wait, shit. Never mind. We planned that. that was great. <laughs> so here we go. Let's uh let's listen to a quick clip of uh of their interview with Luke Robitaille. And the director of the show was a friend of mine. His name is Chad Lowe. And we'd go back to, like, in the 80s, he used to come to the game. So I was like, so Barry kept calling me and says, look, I'd love you to, we have this bit, and can you do it? And it was in the middle of the season. I was like, Barry, I, I don't know. So finally I agreed to do it, and I said, but I can only do it. I think I can't remember. I said, I could be there early in the morning, but I had to leave at 3 p.m. We had a game that night. Okay, and then I said, one more thing. I go, not that I think I'm Robert De Niro, but can you ask your writers to write like words that I would actually use? Sometimes I'll write stuff that yeah. doesn't make sense to me and there's nothing, you know, even though I could try, like I grew up speaking French, so I know I know how far I could push it. So he laughed, he said, no problem. So to make a long story short, they send me the script and I guess in, in, in those TV show, and I don't know, it works in movies, but you know, every day they change the color of the script to make sure they keep track of it. Like, oh, so okay. huh. if, the, if the line changes, the color changes. So the, they gave me the script the day before and it was on, they call it size, smaller piece of paper. And I think it was green. And so I, I practiced the night before. My wife was helping me. She was laughing at me and my delivery. <laughs> but anyway, she got me at the right place. So the next morning I'm like driving there. It was in the valley. And I, I'm like, okay, by the time I get there, I, th I think I got it. So we go on the ice, he says, we're just gonna rehearse it once or a few times and then we'll we'll film it after. So I get at the ice center ice and there's a bunch of crew member and Dave Boreanis comes in, who's a really nice guy. Dave is just a great guy. He gets on the ice. So they start the line and 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 I pulled out, I'm all happy. I got my piece of paper, I got my 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 minutes, and I pull out my piece of paper, mine is green and everyone else around I think is pink. So so Dave looks at me, he goes, you don't have the new the new lines? I go, what do you mean? He goes, and he, and he looks at everyone and he goes, what do you mean he doesn't have the new line? He starts yelling at people. And I'm like, it's all right. He's all right. He goes, no, it's not all right. And then, you know, I, can we swear on the show? Is this like a... Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He's like throwing F-bombs at everyone. He's like, this effing show is wrong. It's so unprofessional. He starts screaming at everybody. Meanwhile... My friend Chalo's on the ice too. He's the director, and and he's like, it this lasts like thirty seconds, which seems like 10, 10 minutes to me because yeah. I'm on there. I don't know anybody. I know Chad, but he's yelling at Chad too because he's a star, and he, and he's like pissed. He's a good actor. He's like really pissed, and I'm like, oh fuck, what am I gonna do? <laughs> so he goes, he goes, fuck it, let's just. Let's just do the line. Give him his goddamn. Let's just do it. And he says. Uh, then he. Then he. Then he turns around to me. He goes, "Are you okay?" Like to me, like, like I'm, like, I'm okay. <laughs> like but you're traumatized. So they give me this piece of paper, and my entire script is totally different. I went from like, let's say, I think his name is Booth on the show, yeah. Booth, or, and it was like, a, "Hey, uh, Booth, how you doing?" And he's like, hey, "I'm doing great, uh, Luke. Uh, can you help me with this?" So then my line would be like, well, I think uh, he wasn't a great player. That would be example of my line. So it, so the new script was like, so instead of saying Booth, I'm like, hey, Booth, the best detective, the greatest guy around, the, the best person, you're the greatest. And it, and it goes on. I'm like reading. I'm like, oh, shit. I gotta, I'm not really paying attention to what I'm reading because I'm like, I got to learn all this. Yeah. So then he goes, yeah, so 
That's his answer. And then it goes to me, so as the greatest Nostradamus, and then they they throw in a whole bunch of words. They're like super long. And I'm like reading this. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, holy shit. I got to go back to my trailer. I got to learn these lines. I got to leave here at three o'clock. I got to go. I got a meeting at Staples Center at four o'clock. Like I got oh all God. this. And I'm like freaking out in my mind, pure fear. And then, then I finished this full paragraph. And then again, he goes, yeah, so what next? And then I turn the page, and then my line is half the page. It's all me talking. I'm like, holy Straight shit. Straight up monologue. I can't read. It's a full monologue. And I'm, I start to read, and the words are so hard. It just doesn't even make sense. I look up, and I see Chad Lowe, like, start smiling a little bit. I go, fuck you. I throw the script at him, and everybody starts laughing. I swear, at that point, I thought oh, there was a man. camera, a hidden camera, because they had me. They had me. Great story. <laughs> so good. <laughs> you got the feeling that we were all just hanging out, drinking beers, and telling stories, and that's yeah, yeah, fits yeah, right yeah. in with guys in shorts. Today. Yeah, you know, you're not getting canned answers when uh, you know a Hall of Famer starts dropping f bombs in your interview. <laughs> yeah, so I know. <laughs> I know, right? He was hesitant. He said, "Well, can we yeah. curse on the show?" And then they said, "F this." <laughs> Go for it, Luke. And then he went, <laughs> he went loose. Yeah, yeah he went ease loose. your way in. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. So definitely check out that episode of the King's Realm. Also, I feel like we need to mention before we even go there. Oh. He he sent us back to Guys in Shore Sports LA with a little bonus for you guys. Oh, what? Uh, really? I don't like where this is going. <laughs> you guys got a little oh, present. Really? Whoa! Uh, James is getting down. Yes, on one yes, knee. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you brought in the Stanley this, Cup in this ring box. <laughs> is a soundbite for you guys. What? Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> me. So, what a presentation! Yeah. Wow! No, 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 no. It, there was no light that lit up yeah. the actual. Yeah. I, I don't want that box. So, <laughs> if you don't mind, I'd like to I'll play uh, play his plug for oh, Guides and wow. Shorts Sports Los Angeles. Excellent. Let's, oh, let's awesome. hear this. This is from Luke Robitaille. Hi, this is Luke Robitaille from the LA Kings, and you're listening to Guys and Shorts Sports Los Angeles. And now that I've done this. Can we make sure we have hockey every week on the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. At least it's not soccer. <laughs> oh, wow. So I don't see how you turn that down now. You, no, you, you don't. Can't turn you don't. Down. You got to listen to the Vic, man. you're going to have to step it up. No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know well what? worth it, though. Well worth it. And can, before we before you guys leave the studio, can I just say that I love, love, love the new name and the new logo? Seriously? Yes. It's it's flipping awesome. You guys, Thank you. It's so it, well it took a, it took a while to come up with that and, no, and work the logo perfect. out and yeah, perfect, no. perfect, perfect. Yeah, we, we like it. We yeah, glad you, you like it too. Yeah. Love it. And go go look at King's Realm like because the jewel of the crown. Yeah, is our guys is in shorts guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's the jewel yeah. of the crown. So yeah. appreciate that. Love it. All right, wait. Also, real quick before we kick you guys out of here because it's getting too hot and there's too much man meat in here, James. Word on the street is you drove out to Vegas just to see the Kings take on the Golden Showers and then did a post-game <laughs> wow, so with the Kings podcast. Saturday night, the game Sunday, Saturday night, we got a DM from Jesse Cohen, who runs the podcast for all, all the Kings Man. It's the official uh, LA Kings podcast. Go check it out. Pretty good show. And, uh, and he said he needed a co-host for that night for the post-game. Nice. So I was looking for any excuse. Nobody else could go. <laughs> and I'm like, well, James, if it has to be me, then <laughs> fine. I can be in Vegas. 
So I, I, I was able to get out of the house at 12.30, puck drop at 5. I got there at 4.30. Wow. <laughs> Just in time, yeah. I get in line. I get in line. I have no ticket, right? <laughs> so I, yeah. I stand in line, and I go on StubHub. I've been watching StubHub all the way there, and it's like plenty of tickets, plenty of tickets. Within an hour, I'm like, the price is going to drop, right? 50 bucks, right. I'll get in. Never happened. In fact, the only thing that dropped was the availability of tickets because uh, yeah. it's now sold out. Oh, oh, wow. Uh-oh. And I can't find, like, there's two single seats. They're horrible prices because, obviously, there are only two available. So I get in line. There's We're 15 minutes away from puck drop. There's still got to be several thousand people. I've got pictures I can post up of just waiting to get in. And so I'm in line. I go on StubHub. And all of a sudden, I see a ticket that wasn't there, the whole ride out there. And it's for like 20 bucks over what just a nosebleed seat is, and it's glass seats. Whoa. Whoa. Seats on the glass. Oh, I thought the wow. seats were made of glass. Only yeah. <laughs> and so then I look, and it's VIP, all-inclusive. I'm wow. like, buy, buy, yeah, buy it. Of course. And now it's a VIP ticket, so I can go around to the VIP entrance. There's nobody <laughs> in line. I walk right in. They're Sounds like, right for James. sir, if you step right over to the Patron VIP lounge, they'll put your wristband on so you can get free food all day. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> well do that. Free drinks, free food. Great, great way to start off a nice. game. Yeah. Yes. Go up, watch the game. The outcome wasn't very good, obviously. The Vegas Golden Knights are, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. They got like yeah. drug injections. Yeah. I think they're feeding something in the air ducts into the visitors' <laughs> locker room. It's like they do in the casinos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, sedating. No, the teams that are staying there are probably partying in Vegas the night before every one of their games. Well, um, for anybody that doesn't know about like the Kings preseason, we used to do At Frozen Glitter Fury. Um, yeah. for, for like a Shout decade, we, we would go out to Vegas and, and spend a week there doing preseason. And, and so I felt like we were, you know, we've kind of been through that for a decade, but, uh, apparently not. <laughs> so we got in there the night before the team got in there the night before had the night to kind of work things out and it kind of showed. Yeah. So they kind of did their worst to us. How was, so the, the. Golden Knights experience out there has the the arena the the stadium uh, the arenas Whatever. the arena you're Ambiance. starting to see you're starting to see this thing like we just played Detroit tonight they have the same kind of setup there's you know VIP lounges everywhere there's a club in there it's it's a very posh very type environment okay yeah um it, it's a little gimmicky mm. but. It's their first year. First year. They're just kind of, they're throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. So get down there. I'm on the glass. I'm actually sitting with the president's family of the Golden Knights. Of course. I would have been in his tweets if that was the case. And I'll bet you they're now sponsoring your King's Realm podcast. Yeah. Sponsoring the King's Realm. So anyway, we do that. I get out of the game and then did the post game with Jesse Cohen. So represent he he put out a nice plug for guys in shorts and it was a pretty good show. Good we appreciate it, James. Great James. Stuff. You're, Brand you're, ambassador. Uh, you're spreading the gospel, doing the Lord's work. Love you guys. And doing I don't it think well. that could be more of a James story if you tried. No, no it really no. could. It really could not. Only James. Gosh, oh, I did. There was no tickets left, and all of a sudden I got VIP, yeah. free drinks. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting next to the president's family. It like just, just popped up. Just yeah, it just, just of, happened to me, right? <laughs> next thing you know, they're rolling out the red carpet just for James yeah, as he goes right. into town. It's you got to ride on the Zamboni. You know how there's that, that, that weird uh, NHL rule where if a goalie gets hurt, you know, and 
they could literally go into the stands if, if you know, if, if if I'm not even kidding. There's a rule where, where they the could literally does it go. Say a golden retriever cannot yeah. be a goalie. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna happen to James. There's gonna be one time where you know the the first and second string goalie are out, and they're gonna be like, well, who the f-? and he's gonna be like right next to where the entrance where the team comes in and out. Yeah. He's just gonna be like, I can play. And I the coach is gonna be like, bring him in. You know what's yeah, gonna happen? I brought my pads. Yeah, I brought my pads. Yeah. <laughs> they're under my seat here. I'm ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Coach, put me in. Oh, I love it. Gentlemen, good stuff. Thank you, uh, everyone out there. If you're a Kings fan, even if you're not a Kings fan, listen to these guys. The Kings Realm. Kings Realm. James Whitlock, Dennis Wilson, thank you so much. Appreciate Before we it. go, Dennis, how did the Kings do tonight? Oh, I, we won again, oh, okay. finally. I actually <laughs> wanted to talk about Kings news. <laughs> yeah, we got to do an update while we're here, right? <laughs> Well, hey. we know how your updates go, and we don't have two hours. So, I've got a lot okay, of we'll do it quick. Four-one win over Detroit. <laughs> Kopitar scores two goals. Kopi watches at what, James? Uh, Twelve uh, out of thirty plus. There we go. Nice. We got to nice. win. We awesome. are now tied in points for with Vegas uh, in first place, but they do hold the tiebreaker. So we are technically in second place, but we have caught back up as far as points go. Well done. Nice. Excellent. I feel like we should end on a chant. I feel like we oh. should, too. Ready? You guys started <laughs> off. All right. Dennis Wilson. I'm James Whitlock saying, Go, Kings, go! Go, Kings, go! Go, Kings, go! <laughs> well Thanks, done. Ben. Thanks, gentlemen. I we said it in my head. It. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> All right. Moving on. We got some... Uh, I feel like this is maybe worthy of preempting USC talk for a little... Well, UCLA talk first. Well, to USC fans. Did, oh, did, wait. Did somebody say UCLA? <laughs> Hello? He's wow. James Whitlock's <laughs> back. We couldn't get rid of him. There he is. <laughs> ben, you must have, you must have record, known we were going to be talking for about. For the record, uh, Ben is the one playing the UCLA. Na, 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 well, of course he is. He's a USC fan. I mean, this fits in with. He's, and he's. Get it? Get it? Are you happy with the... Uh... You! <laughs> wow. See! What is going on? You see what I'm talking about? You see L.A. Fight, fight, fight! Oh, wow. Woo! Look at Eric. Eric is so tired. Eric is so more pissed right now. Yeah. You should have seen this coming with Ben, seen, though. I've never seen Eric this mad. Yeah. And Whitlock is just creamed in his pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> they could have slept with Eric's wife. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's fantastic. Uh, I can't believe. I think that's the only time Ben's... Ben had anything to do with that. Well, again, Angel fans, be happy he's not an Angel fan. That's, <laughs> that's all true. I got to say. He that's the true. worst. <laughs> but seriously, when, when did we start the with the sound effects? USC, this is great pod. U, we're, we're USC taking a picture. Finish the season 10 and 2, UCLA 6 and 6. Six, and 5 I get and to, 6. I, 6 and 6. Oh, is it 6 yeah. and 6? And, and, and I get to walk into the UCLA fight song? <laughs> <laughs> Am I in the upset? Down right now? What is going on? Is this the upside really down? Is. Jesus really Christ, is. guys. Oh, man. Let's get it together. And Ben's the demogorgon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a demo dog for sure. Yeah, yeah. Fox News. Sure. Fair and balanced. Oh, <laughs> there it is again. Well, so, so UCLA, what happened? I was willing to concede to let UCLA go first since USC was on a bye week. Um, they played Cal over the weekend. Uh, the big news is that they had fired Jim Mora after the USC loss, and so the game was played under interim head co- 
coach Jed Fish. So the seniors reportedly were upset uh, that they weren't able to play the final game under Jim Mora. Um, they wanted to give him one final game since it was senior day. So that may have given UCLA a little extra fire. Um, the other notable thing that happened in this game is Josh Rosen went down late in the second quarter after an awkward sack. He fell awkwardly and he didn't play in the second half. And the uh, coaches say it was precautionary and that he's okay. But he still finished 13 for 18 with 202 yards and two touchdowns, which was a fantastic first half. So it was almost too bad that he didn't come back to finish it out because, unfortunately, he fell 24 yards short of a school record set by Brett Hundley, which is 3,740 passing yards. So he was 24 yards short of breaking that school record. So it was unfortunate. Of all the the quarterbacks that UCLA has had, Brett Hundley owns that record? Yep, that's that's I I was thinking Aikman. I was thinking Tommy Maddox. Like, Uh, all of the quarterbacks back in like the 80s and 90s and Brett Hutley <laughs> you got it that's oh. UCLA football <laughs> but the, the impressive thing is they went on to finish the game they scored a final second field goal uh, to become bowl eligible so they finished the season 6-6 six and six, so they will be eligible to play in a bowl they have the chosen Rosen one um, so they're definitely going to get invited to a bowl and he'll get a, a chance to showcase himself um, so they finished 6-0 and oh at home which is very impressive I don't care who you are to go undefeated at home is impressive so the Rose Bowl was a fortress for UCLA this season it's the first time they've done that since 2005 so next up is going to be some bowl game we don't know probably this you know uh you know Dokalax, uh, you know, extra <laughs> yeah, lax, fucking lax of bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the UCLA update. Uh, I don't know if anything else. Was there any other news? I think James. Oh. Was there? Was there not something else? Oh, sorry, I was eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, new coach yeah. on the uh, on the boards. Yeah, so I'm given- going on record right now, and I'm saying that Clay Helton will be fired in the next 12 months. Oh well, there's a USC fan, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and he's back. <laughs> so the big news this week, uh, even after uh, firing Jim Mora and with USC playing in a championship game, the biggest news in Southern California college football was the announcement of Chip Kelly as head coach wow. for UCLA football. That's a big get. Well, so and that's just it to USC to because, because USC for many years was actually trying to get Chip mm-hmm. Kelly. And so now he's going to their, you know, to, to their rival team. To, to be quite honest with you, this surprised the hell out of me because when Mora got fired, you know who the first coach that came to my mind was? Lane Kiffin. <laughs> I, I figured that he was... I'd he, be happy with that. That he was renounced <laughs> yeah. over there to what Florida International, but yeah. he turned that program around. He showed that he can be a good head coach. He's now had two years under uh, Nick Saban. Who better to come in than somebody who used to coach with USC, who knows their you know interworkings? And, and so anyway, that's where my mind went. I didn't even think Chip Kelly. And then all of a sudden they announced it, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. Yeah, this is it's huge news for UCLA. They stole the headline, like I mentioned. Um, it's huge on the re- recruiting front because yep. now uh, Chip Kelly brings that pedigree. He was big with Oregon for so long. He, you know, They dominated the Pac-12 when he was the coach there. Um, he had NFL coaching experience. All, the, all of his former players will tell you how much they respect it and how much they admire him. And so now... Now, USC has dominated the recruiting in Southern California and, and most of the country, to be honest, in Texas and Florida. USC recruits big in those Wait, places. And you know what they have to show for it? A 28 to 23 win at home. <laughs> uh, and so now you're going to have the young young players who are likely going to commit to, to Chip Kelly. He's yeah. going to start something yeah. new, yep. start something fresh. Um, so this is this is a blow to USC. I'm, I'm going to be honest. This is this is something that makes me a little bit nervous. And I'm not going to say— Worse than the blow that uh, Ben uh, shot earlier when he played— <laughs> Is he still going to play? Oh, no. <laughs> 
Morning radio. All right. We got sound effects. Wow, wow, wow. What's the drive on the fives look like? <laughs> we got traffic on the twos and tens. <laughs> but uh, the, the the only good thing for as, as a USC fan is this is going to take a few years to see what Chip Kelly can do. No, it's not. He's still he's going to. No, it's not. To get all of his chess pieces, we're going to see what style he starts to play, and he's going to adapt to the players he has now. They win the but, Big Twelve uh, or uh, the Big Twelve, the Pac Twelve. <laughs> that would be interesting. The they, they win He'd the Pac Twelve really South next year. Next year they win. This yes. Is, really? Wow. Yes. <laughs> next year? Yes. Why so negative? Now, if, now if Ben was a UCLA fan, it would be He'd a be few totally, years yeah, off. Yeah. But because it's yeah. the other team, right, exactly. he's protecting himself. <laughs> no, saying, that's not true. Year, why don't you back it up then? That's not true. Why, yeah, what are you backing you know that up with? In 12 months, with we'll a talk. brand new quarterback? <laughs> that still makes no sense. <laughs> All right, I like it. Uh, bold prediction. He's allowed to have a right, bold prediction. All right, fair enough. He's, James, a lot, he's allowed to be wrong. You stuck around. Uh, Thoughts. For that. I'm glad you started with recruiting because I think that's going to be the biggest is is that excitement um, that he brings to you know the offense. He's going to allow players to play and and he's going to he's going to put together a solid program. And where you've talked before about a team not having an identity, I think that's what he brings is he's going to be able to develop an identity. And I th- I see where Ben's going where. That's going to happen real quick. Yeah. Like he's he's going to put that program together and whip it into shape pretty quick. You know what I look at it is is Andrew Freeman, who's now the GM for the for the Dodgers. He was the GM for was it Florida Marlins before? And so, sure, I don't remember. It was it was a different team, but they didn't have a big budget, and so he was able to take that team with a small budget and get them into the playoffs. And so all of a sudden, it was those little tricks of the trade, you know, where you're able to kind of steal that deal and, and get the best of, of the trade or whatever it is. Now all of a sudden, he becomes the GM of the Los Angeles Dodgers, where not only does he still have that ability, but now he's got the capital to be able to kind of back that up. I'm equating that to Chip Kelly in the sense that Chip Kelly, when he was the coach of Oregon, nobody wanted to play in Oregon. He was pit poaching all of his players from Southern California who want to play in front of their family and their friends. But... Because of the Nike sponsorship and because of him being, you know, a, a, na- a nationally recognized coach, he was able to recruit those players up there. And now he's going to be playing in the city where, where players actually want to play. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see how much better that this UCLA team is going to be in a couple seasons versus what that team was in Oregon. And I, and I wouldn't put it past him that if he sticks around for a couple of years, could win a national championship. Wow. Mm-hmm. Within, within three years. Wow. Wow. He never won a national championship in Oregon with all the weapons that he had. <laughs> he in Oregon. did win a national <laughs> but, championship in Oregon. No, he, did he didn't. But if if you look if you look at he the made players it to the game, but he never won. But if you 2010? Look, if you look at the players that he that he put on the field in Oregon and you compare them system. to the players that were playing in or, uh, in Auburn, that were playing in, in Alabama, that were playing at USC, they it wasn't the caliber player. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They were playing above their heads. So now he's going to have the five-star athletes with the system that could potentially beat everybody it can get very very and, interesting and that's what i'm saying you're saying he's going to win it next year no chip, no no no, no. Chip i'm saying Kelly, he's going to win the pack 12 south no, not that's, the a, national that's championship. a big leap he makes them better tomorrow i agree but at the same time to see them fully flourishing under a chip kelly system that is going to take a couple years and rosen's and, coming back <laughs> well we'll see about that but um watch but i'm telling the, you the one good thing is if you're a neutral fan of college football is you're going to have two powerhouses just slugging it out year after year because USC, I think it's is they're still going to be USC. They're going to still have that clout, but now they're going to have a real opponent across the city, and so you're going to have a situation like you have with Alabama and Auburn, where it's just 
one of the big names is either going to be USC or UCLA. Okay, and no one else is going to have. Let me ask you a question. Let's let's assume that the talent on both sides of the ball is fairly equal. Which <laughs> you, I, I think you know that my it answer is. to that. Who wins the coaching battle? Well, Chip Kelly. Okay, we, so we, who wins see, the game? Who wins we, the game between USC and UCLA next year? Well, we'll see. We'll see the pieces because that it's also going to depend is that on some sweat hammer. <laughs> 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 because Dar- Darnold has has not lived up to the hype that we thought he was. So maybe no. if he comes back and has another year and looks great, and, and their running game and receiving game is playing better, there's there's nothing to say. That USC has the talent. Well, so here's they my... have the talent. But I've said earlier this season, Clay Helton has lost coaching battles this year. Yes, he, he's won the games he's supposed to win, but games against good coaches, he's fallen short. And so if it came down, you know, equal talent on both sides, I think Chip Kelly is a better. He's going to be able to scheme a little bit better than Clay Helton. But the, but I think the talent is going to be there, and sometimes. Times, you may not need to have the the better scheme. You may have enough talent to to outmuscle the other let's, team. Let's put it this and, way: and USC is not going to. It's not a guaranteed loss next year. When you look at USC UCLA, the game this year, USC I think was two for fourteen or something on third down conversion, mm-hmm. and they only rushed for like one hundred and thirty five yards. Well, they when you wave. look at like the Utah game, I think Utah ran for like four hundred yards against them. So you would think mm-hmm. that with RJ with uh, Ronald Jones Jr. Yeah. that they would have run at least for four hundred yards. So I don't know if that was coaching, if that was play. Right. Calling, well, it's or rivalry what the game too. These games are always a little bit different. Chip you know, Kelly's going to make a difference, homie. The USC <laughs> well, is now is. the second I'm best not team. Doubting that. USC now is the now the second best team. team. <laughs> in Southern California. We lost Ben to UCLA, guys. Okay, <laughs> so if SC loses next year, then you were. UCLA gear for me? I didn't agree to anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. You said let's see how the piece of play. I say let's just make the bet now you know and what? say yeah. whoever wins the USC, you know UCLA. I'll go on record right now to say that I'm going to do the UCLA updates next year. Oh, Ben's going to do research? Seriously. They get a new coach and all of a sudden he loves UCLA. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Is Are you going to do a Lawrence Harper jersey? Here's the thing. I think <laughs> no, he's a new UCLA jersey. I'm a USC <laughs> fan. Let me be clear. I'm a USC <laughs> fan. But... <laughs> But you like good I am football. a fan of interesting. That James, is going to be let, that is going to be an let interesting fun of you story. For, uh, rooting the Rams on that one, you don't ever let him do that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no I'm good with ridiculous. it. I'm good with it. I'm not going to go out and buy no UCLA <laughs> shit. You, yeah, because you can be wearing your Bryce Harper jersey while right, you're doing the UCLA. Because he throws punches. I thought we were going to need James in here to defend. Yeah, James wouldn't let him get a net word in anyone. Who needs friends when you have enemies like this? Right? Is that how it it's enemies when you have friends like this. Right. To back up Ben's point, uh, Chip Kelly. Not you too, I, I, No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I looked really quick because I was interested in you seeing the, how long it took Jim, you know, him to take Oregon uh, to the national championship game, and uh, it took him two years. Right, but in but he was given year. a much better team. I think that right, when, but but they, whoever but they gave were, the team, they were like a seven and three or seven and four team. And, but they but, but they were nowhere near anywhere totally near the agree. national championship. Totally agree. No, right, no. So I mean, he has some. Some uh, uh, this is a much harder project to bring to a national championship in two years. Eh, yeah. Not much harder, but oh, there's some I, challenges. Oh, I, I would take that Oregon team over this UCLA team. <laughs> Hammer is regretting leaving. Two years from now, boom. I don't think no, 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 no. this podcast. I'm saying with to, to do what he did come. in Oregon is going to be harder to do in UCLA because he has a, a worse team that he's walking off. And he was the offensive coordinator before that, so he knew that team. Right. He yeah. doesn't know this team, so right. uh, it's going to be really tough. But it is it's plausible. They win the Pac-12 South next year. Moving on. Good stuff. James, did you want to stick around? You no, no, me. I'm out. Right, ben, hey, Ben, cover me on the rest <laughs> of this. Good night, guys. We'll see you, buddy. Go Rams. See ya. <laughs>
Oh, Ben said it. Go Rams. All right, Hammer, after all that, you want to uh, give us a little USC? Oh, I feel I feel ambushed. I don't know what just happened <laughs> right now. Oh, That's why you should. I, I felt so bad for you. <laughs> Maybe take I, your time. I do have a, a short <laughs> USC update. All right. This Friday is the Pac-12 championship game. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> you shut that up right now! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> so, USC hasn't won the Pac-12 since 2008, and they've never won since the inception of the championship game for the Pac-12. So this is their uh, first realistic shot, I think, to win a Pac-12 championship. And according to Ben, last. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they played Stanford earlier in the year, or they, on, in September, they beat them 42-24. to 24. Their best game of the season. Their most complete game. And since then, Stanford has gained a lot of steam, while USC has kind of sputtered throughout the season. And it's crazy to say USC has finished 10 and 2. So to say they've sputtered and looked underwhelming is crazy considering their <laughs> but they have. their record, but it's true if if you watch them, you can see the the 10 and 2 not that they didn't deserve to win those games, but it just hasn't been super impressive. So USC is going to have the bene- benefit of having a week off. They didn't have a bye week throughout the entire season, so their bye week was actually the last week of the season. So they're going to come in rested. Injuries has, have kind of bugged them. They've had uh, the injury bug, and they've looked um, tired in Lethargic. these games. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe <clears throat> this is that's part of the reason why they've looked underwhelming. So this is going to be a good thing for USC. But Stanford's going to be coming in hot. They beat a Notre Dame team that crushed USC, so we're catching Stanford at the wrong time. Prior to this game, and Ben and I were talking off-air, we wanted Washington State. We wanted to avenge that USC loss earlier in the season. We already beat Stanford, so now Stanford's going to come in with a chip on their shoulder. Their running game, they have Bryce Love, who's second in the FBS with rushing yards, and he's been picking up where Christian McCaffrey left off last season. Um, So so Stanford's going to come in hot. This is not going to be the easy game that they had earlier Earlier in the season, and that's the one thing that worries me is this Stanford team has put away teams that have beat USC, and so they're going to come in, you know, with a chip on, like I said, chip on their shoulder, ready to play. They're going to play USC physical. They're going to have the run game, but the good thing is USC's. Um, meat and potatoes is being able to stop the run. And so they do have a redshirt freshman quarterback at Stanford. So the, the even though he threw four touchdowns against Notre Dame, they are going to be going against a redshirt freshman. So the long, the long pass game is usually what kills USC. So I don't think they'll have to worry about that as much. But I think USC can come out with a win. So my bold prediction is that USC wins their first Pac-12 championship game, 35-27. to 27. Oh, Calling my shot. There you go. I think, I think they, yeah. they bring it home and nice. go 11-2 go nice. and two right. on the season. Ben, why are they going to lose? Yep. Let me, he's <laughs> shaking his head furiously. <laughs> I, I do think that USC is going to lose. <laughs> oh, I was just guessing. No. Of course. <laughs> here's, here's my thought process. My thought process is that in week three, USC – I think that that was sort of the game that they had circled on their schedule, right? That's the game for the last matchup. couple of seasons that that's the one like they they could play any other team and they will physically dominate because they've got better athletes. But in the past couple of seasons Stanford is the one that comes in and usually punches them in the mouth and they beat them at their own game. So I think that when USC put that game plan together, it was we're going to run the ball and we're going to run the ball and we're going to run the ball and we're going to smash them in the mouth. And as soon as they think that we're going to run the ball, we're going to do a play action and we're going to throw it downfield. And so now Stanford knows what their game plan is going to be because USC ran it to perfection. So this now comes to Clay Helton and my lack of respect for his coaching is, is he going to do the exact same thing that we did week three 
And in which case, I think that David Shaw will improve his game plan to then beat USC. Or you get the other option, which is that USA goes, USC goes pass heavy because they've got Darnold and they think, hey, this guy's going to be number one in the draft. Let's try to beat them downfield with passing. And I don't think that Darnold has the – I don't think that he's ready to beat a team on his shoulders. That's wrong. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Darnold, with the, the struggles that he's had and he's made his mistakes, the one thing that we've learned about Sam Darnold over these past two years is Sam Darnold does best when the lights are shining the brightest. You know and what? So a, a championship, he throws a lot of interceptions and he fumbles the ball he does. too much for my but, liking but, but, in a big game. But when the when the clutch is on, he has, had a, he has a better relationship with his receivers now than he did at the beginning of the season. Agreed. He's throwing to Tyler Vaughns and Michael Pittman. He's, he's opening up his receiving game. I think He's going to be rested. He's not going to be as dinged up. He he knows when the pressure is on. I, I don't think he's going to make as many errors in this game unless Stanford really forces it. And the reason Stanford was able to beat them up the last couple seasons is they had the bodies. And this year they don't have that physical dominance like they've had in past seasons. So that's why USC was able to beat them at their game earlier in the year. So I, I, I think that they can still do it. It's not going to be an easy game because, like you said, David Shaw is a great coach. Yep. He has Stanford playing better now than they were earlier in the season. But USC still has the horses. And my my reason that USC is going to win is because of Sam Darnold. I think when the lights are shining brightest, he's going to have a game with all the mistakes and all the troubles that he's looked underwhelming this year. This is yeah. where he's going to he's going to have the game we've been waiting for him I, to have. I think have. that's the, the point, though, is that you're, you're hoping that 2016 Sam Darnold suits up Next week. He's, or this he's shown flashes this year. It's just not not has, enough for me. Too many fumbles, too many interceptions, not good to go. Stanford wins by a touchdown. Wow. <laughs> oh, you say Stanford. Stanford flipping it on All right. All right. We have got to take a break. You guys can talk. Oh yeah. Love it. All right. Hey Darren, welcome to the pod, man. Have you said anything yet? Little spurts here and there. (laughs) (laughs) When we come back, we still got uh, some Lakers, Clippers to discuss. Rams, Chargers, Raiders. We'll touch on all that. And uh, oh, a little rumor with the Dodgers organization. Yeah. Uh, Right after this. Here in LA, we love our weather and sports teams, but we do not love our traffic. With a car accident every six seconds, we all know someone who's been in a fender bender. At Garcia Chiropractic, we specialize in relieving pain caused by sports injuries, car accidents, or just the stress of sitting in daily traffic. Our x-ray analysis ensures you get the treatment you need. Have you had a sports injury or been in a car accident? Know someone who has? Go to DannyGarciaDC.com to schedule a new patient exam. We're so confident you'll love your first visit. We're willing to pay for your gas. Mention guys in shorts and you'll receive a $20 gas card. Again, that's DannyGarciaDC.com. Schedule your exam today. We are back. All right, let's move things right along and talk. What did we decide? Lakers. Let's talk Lakers, Lakers. Clippers. Vic? Yeah, let's do this really quick, actually, um, for the people who yeah, are listening right. to the podcast. <laughs> like uh, we do everything, we, right? We, we, <laughs> Until Eric starts to talk. Yeah, we are really... Salonzo oh, Ball. He we are, really... Oh, sorry. <laughs> we are really pressed on time, so we're going to try to do this. We're not going to really talk about what happened in the game. The The Lakers lost to the Clippers. Uh, I think it was 120 to 115. But I did. I, I was while I was watching the game, I did have a, I had a thought. And the thought was, did this game mean more to the Clippers than it did to the Lakers? And my reasoning for, I thought, it looked to me like it meant more to the Clippers. And my thought process was, is that in the past few years, the Clippers have been the best basketball team in LA. And they always had that chance of winning the NBA championship. And personally, I have never run into so many Clippers fans as I have the past few years. And 
these guys that are on the team right now played those old Lakers, even some of the the good Laker teams with Kobe was on, and so they know the rivalry. There's no rivalry. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Do you want to? Do you want to see? Resist. Google it. The last time the Lakers beat the Clippers, and you'll be surprised. Um, and so my thought process was like, to these guys, they feel LA slipping through their fingers because they're not going to win a championship. They're millennials. Nobody gives a shit about rivalries. They get paid, <laughs> oh my God. and they don't. They don't care about that shit, dude. That hey, what I'm telling <laughs> wait, wait, wait. you. How old is DeAndre Jordan? Uh thirty. Thank you. Hold on. I'm talking about Let's the old Vic Clippers. This <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm and talking about crap the all old Clippers. I'm talking about the guys <laughs> have been playing for a while. They they knew what this rivalry was. The these new Laker guy Laker kids that are, they don't really understand. They might have seen it from a distance, but they don't really understand what the rivalry was, uh, especially when the Clippers got really good. And so my thought process was like this this. Since the Clippers can feel the city you know, slipping through their fingers, not that they really had a grasp on it before, but they could actually taste it. You know what I mean? They, they could feel it. Um, the, they felt like they had to win this game to show we're still the best basketball team in L.A., while the Lakers are more worried about building for the future, knowing that they're going to overtake the Clippers probably in next year, I would assume. Um, and so it didn't mean – to them it was more of – let's learn how to play basketball with each other than it was let's beat the Clippers. I think the Lakers will have a better record than the Clippers at the end of this season. Wow, that'd be crazy if Ooh. they did. Well, think of it this way. Uh, uh, Blake Griffin Wait, now was just announced. Did you change to be a Clippers yeah. fan? No. <laughs> but, I was talking more about him. the Lakers. Wait but, a minute. But Blake, this is the upside down. But, Blake <laughs> Griffin, complimenting his own team. Blake Griffin hurt his knee, so he's going to be out at least 30 did, days. Yeah, yeah. And so if you remember when Blake went out last year and Chris Paul, I think they, they, I think they won like, what, tw- uh, Twenty-five percent of their games, or thirty percent of their games, and so they they don't have Chris Paul this season. No. They don't have a replacement they don't have for Patrick him. Beverly. Pat, Patrick Patrick Beverly, have. their best defenders, out for the season, and now yeah. they've just lost uh, Blake Griffin. I'd be surprised if they win more than twenty percent of their next uh, games over the next thirty days. Possible. And the Lakers right now, they're young, and you know they're going to have injuries here and there, but they're going to be able to bounce back relatively quickly if they do get injured. And I think that that Laker team over the next thirty days are going to create enough separation that they will have a better record than the Clippers by the end of the season. Back to Victor's point, he was saying how you know are the Lakers back? Is this more important to the Clippers than the Lakers? The Clippers had their chance. The past few seasons, they didn't capitalize. And now with Lonzo Ball, Luke Walton, the Lakers have stolen the spotlight back. And I think where I saw it flip is uh, former guest Trevor Lane from Lakers Nation tweeted out after the loss to the Clippers. He says, you're going to hear people say, fire Luke Walton after that game because of some of the coaching decisions that he made. And, you know, sure enough, people were calling for Luke Walton's head after that game. And I think that shows that the Lakers are more relevant because people expected the Lakers to beat the Clippers. Given the youth that they have, they were saying, well, they should have played Jordan Clarkson. He got hot. But that's not what Luke Walton's trying to do. He's trying to preach defense. He's trying to give the younger guys minutes. He's not trying to win these games. The Lakers are not a playoff team. They're not trying to win, you know, big this season. He's trying to teach the give the young guys minutes and and play in in a system. And so the fact that Lakers fans want Luke Walton's head because they don't think he has the coaching ability, which I, I disagree with. Totally. But that shows that the Lakers 
are more relevant. And people think that the Lakers are already better than the Clippers and that they're, you know, been saying that they're going to have a better record than the Clippers. So they've already passed them. And I, and I think the Clippers missed their shot and we'll see. We'll see. And I think the players do feel it because it was a Clippers home game and there were more Laker fans there. There's which, always yeah. more Lakers never, fans. That, that, never a Clippers no, but, home but when game the Clippers were the hot, no, when they, the Clippers they, they were brought hot, it a little more. They did. Yeah, yeah they, 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 there was, the there was actually up. more Clipper fans Clippers, than Laker fans, the, believe it or not. Really? The diehard Clipper fan is a rare breed, but they come out. They come out, yeah. Yeah, but this year they weren't there. Good for them. All right, that's plenty of that. Let's move on and talk some Rams football. Rams wow. football. Uh, you can go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we lost Ben. It's a good thing. We can blow right through this segment real quick. How dare you? <laughs> all right. So you go to the Rams house for all your Rams news, of course, your in-depth Rams news. But, Besa, why don't you give us the abridged version of the last two games? Well, since we you know missed, what? Uh, hey, Case Keenum's the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> Case Keenum is not the real deal. Yes, it was unfortunate that we lost against Case Keenum. <laughs> he played well against you guys. He, but he didn't have a great—he had a good game, not a great game. And then he played well, too, against—was it the uh, Detroit Lions yeah, this past he, week? he's yeah. definitely Dude, playing he's better playing than— he's playing some yeah. football. No, Jeff what, what, Fisher sucked. He did. Yeah. 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 Like, that's Thank you. Like, that's, Thank what, you. that's what yeah. that tells me. Thank you. Vic, Vic Thank you were right. That's See? the takeaway. Thank you. Thank you. But my takeaway from that Vikings game was that Case Keenum wasn't necessarily so good. It was that his wide receivers really helped out during that game because— yeah. Rams receiving core. Yeah. 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 Rams defensively, we tried our best to go ahead and get to Case Keenum and we just couldn't rattle him. It's unfortunate that right at those last second throws, he would just lob it up in the air and there's Thielian getting those catches. And you know what? It happened the entire game. It was just unfortunate that we couldn't muster up more than those seven points during that opening drive. But uh, it was hard coming back from that road yeah, game. Yeah, that was it. A rough uh, twenty-four to seven loss. Twenty-four to seven. Wow. But you guys okay. turned it around against St. Louis. Uh, Saint Louis yes. Saints. So let's move on to that. The Saints. Uh, talk about the good big news. win against the Saints, <laughs> which I think you guys all really, called as a loss, and that, that really ended up being your win. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I tell you what, coming coming out of those two games, five hundred, love it, and oh, yeah. and the fact that the win was against the Saints, love it even more. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. happy with that. And the Saints, you know, they're they're definitely a contender. You know, we, they were eight and two. Here we are with uh, seven and three or seven and two at that point in time. But you know what? Overall, that was a good game for our Rams. And and Jeff, I know you missed the game, but uh, that was a really good game for was the it fans. Fun? Yes, oh, the, the NFL, the NFL right now there. has the Rams ranked as the third best team in the league behind yes. behind Philadelphia and the the New England Patriots. Ah, Ben, just say it. Shocking. And that's- ben, just say it. The Rams are the real deal. Uh, no. Listen, I've said said that they they are a they are a playoff team. (laughs) So in that respect, they are the real deal. Okay, Um, but you know, in order to be to me like a real deal, you need to do this many consecutive years. But I agree. But this is a playoff team. This is this is unbelievable compared to what I believe this season was going right. to look like. Exactly. This, I don't think anybody ever, to start the season was outside of Jeff <laughs> <laughs> would have said that this was going to be a playoff team and that Jared Goff would be in the conversation of one of being, right. being, being you know, the top two or three quarterbacks in the league. So yeah. Yeah, I'm happy nuts. for you guys. And I even texted nuts. these guys on Thanksgiving or not Thanksgiving on uh, Sunday where I said, Hey man, uh, go Rams. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Hey, my Ra- my Raider season is over, Yeah, but, but I'll tell you, it's, <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to know that there's a Los Angeles, this team here that's winning. So there you go. Go, uh, good for you guys. 
Uh, beautiful, Ben. Thank it's beautiful. you. Thank you. Again, <laughs> go to the Rams house for the rest of that. Okay, we got we we're running so long. Let's let's keep moving on. Uh, you, what a, uh, what happened with the Raiders? You want to the Crabtree got into a fight 56, 15 <laughs> seconds of the game. Uh, they beat the uh, which I was surprised, but Broncos. they beat the Broncos twenty one to fourteen. They um, they tried to lose that game, <laughs> and uh, and I believe They're... that next week they play the New York Giants against uh, not Gino Eli Smith. Smith. Not Eli yeah, Manning. against yeah. not Eli out. Manning. What the. <laughs> So anyway, I think the Raiders will probably walk away with a win, but I still don't think this is a playoff team. Uh, They suck, and let's move on. (laughs) Well, it's funny that he mentioned it's nice to have a team in Los Angeles winning games with the Chargers. With the Chiefs imploding, the Chargers are going to have a chance to come out of the AFC West. Did I see Phil Rivers... He's over alive. 400 yards? Yeah, was that yeah, wow, damn, game of his life on Thanksgiving crazy. Day they against the Cowboys. the Cowboys. Yeah. Crushed them. Unbelievable. 28 to 6. And then that's after crushing the Bills the week before. 54 nuts. to 24. So they're 5 and 6, tied for second with the Raiders. Yeah. That's and a, I tell you what, there was there. two or three games at the beginning of the season. I think we mentioned this once on the podcast where they easily could have won. But they so lost like on a missed field yeah. goal. Yeah. So their record could yeah. be yeah. way different. And they usually do this. They usually play well. Better at the end of the season, the season than they do to start the you season. You think they'll ever sell out the StubHub well, Center? The, 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 <laughs> dream for a playoff the game. dream scenario would be if there's a playoff game at the yeah. StubHub oh, Center. Oh, could you imagine? With, you know, I don't know who shows up to that game, but man, what a weird... We're trying to be alive. I'd go. I'd go just to say I was <laughs> sure. at a at an yeah. NFL playoff Probably game. You know what? Great they'll they'll, yeah, oh, they'll sure. play against the Patriots. No, well, the Patriots. No, they wouldn't travel here. Patriots oh, are going to have true. a better that's record. That's true. Yeah. Be over there. That's true. Well, <laughs> good, good, good for you, San Diego Chargers. All right. <laughs> got it right. All right. It's almost December now, and we got some Dodgers news. <laughs> Vic, what's going on? Yeah, there were reports that came out that said Giancarlo Stanton, the uh, Marlins super hitter. Uh, first choice to uh, be traded to was the Dodgers. Of course. Oh, yeah. Runner. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it, it, the odds of that actually happening. And Paul George wanted of, to get traded to the Lakers. That yeah. doesn't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the odds of that happening don't mean you never know what's going to happen pretty much. But the Red Sox, the uh, Giants, and uh, I forget what the third team is. They're also involved in these talks. Really? But um, I, I, I would I would pull the trigger. It. it uh, you know what? If what would you, you give, give up, up? Yeah, that's what? what I was gonna say. What's the most you would give up? I would I would throw in Alex Verdugo, which is their second best uh, uh, prospect in, in the minor leagues. Yeah, and, uh, um, and Julio uh, Urias. Pitching is pitching is rough. Um, you you never really want to give up a pitcher for a hitter. It does happen, um, but when you start doing doing stuff like that, um, you know things can ha- you know things can happen. The Dodgers have plenty of guys in the minor leagues that they could throw at them, and they're, what they're trying to do is the Houston Astros route, where they're they're trying to read. There's reason why they're they're going to want to get rid of him because he has a huge contract, right? So uh, they want to get rid of him and, and just start rebuilding through through drafting and stuff. Oh, something the Angels don't want to do, but um, <laughs> he found his so, way to take his shot. <laughs> But I, I would segments over. I would do Alex Verdugo. He's an outfielder. So if you bring in Stanton, he's never going to play anyways. Because you'd have Puig, uh, you'd have you know Peterson, you'd have Andrew Tolles, you'd have all these guys in the outfield. Chris uh, Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor. I'll tell which, you right now, right. Chris Taylor needs to be in that starting lineup. Next oh no, season. totally, totally. He, they're not trading him. But imagine that lineup. You have Chris Taylor, Justin Turner, Corey Seager, Cody Bellinger, and you have Stanton behind Stanton, Cody. Cody. <laughs> they wouldn't. They could not never walk him. They could never walk any of those three guys. Really, 
I mean that that's Murderer's Road 2018 yeah. right there. That, I mean that is just, that is Yankee esque yeah. if you were to come over. That is crazy. And so if you can get rid of some of these young guys that are probably with the team that they have now, it's going to be tough to bring up these young guys, anyways, right? Because you know, they're actually, so young. From a, from a uh, dollars standpoint, I think that uh, Ethier comes off the the the, the books mm-hmm. this year. That opens. So up that's about eighteen million dollars to uh, eighteen to twenty million dollars that's freed up to be able to account for that. Well, put it but this you way: still, you still, to your point, there's not enough positions to play those guys all at the same time. Right. Right. So you do. You do. That's why you have the luxury of moving people, though. You could put people in this trade that would work for the Marlins. It's just, do the Dodgers want to do it? That's the question. And I think that you look at what they did this year. The Dodgers, do they want to wait for Verdugo to to be an important piece, or do they want to get Stanton mm-hmm. and just start carving the the World Series ring next season already? Well, yeah, if Stan, yeah. Stanton's so, so on hitting, the team. Hitting, this year. hitting does not get you a World Series. It's pitching. Yeah, that's well, right. So the, don't the Houston, fall in the Houston Astros, Astros proved yeah, that this year. They didn't hit ninety seven <laughs> home runs in the World Series and, and smoke us with their hitting. Yeah, hey, you're listen. absolutely right, Ben. Again, <laughs> you nailed it, Ben. No. Congratulations. No. Let me let me tell you. Let me Eric tell is you. Hot. He is. He's pissed at me. Yeah, he is. <laughs> let me tell you what happens when you when you fucking chase the hitting bunny. You become the angels. <laughs> well, no, but that's why. That's, but that's, that's, that's what happens. That's a good no, point. No, but that's why you don't trade a, a pitcher for a hitter. That yeah. and, and we we're not going to do that. You still have the same pitching core that's going to be there. Um, With Darvish or without Darvish? Oh, I'd, I'd bring Darvish back at a hundred million dollar contract. Uh, it depends. It depends on how much, of course. Shit, after but, what he did to me in the World Series, <laughs> fuck that. Guy. To, to Let him walk. What he did to you personally? That motherfucker owes me three hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> Where's my money, you? <laughs> 350 large, motherfucker. That's, yeah, that's what you owe me. Oh, man. <laughs> Shit. We're not going to end better than uh, that. But, All right. But imagine you're, you're keeping this core team together and you're adding a bat. Like, I mean, if, if, if Stan yeah, is on this... The, the Dodgers win the World Series he's led this year. The league There's no ifs, ands, or buts yeah. about it. That's They're done. Like Houston Astros can't come back from that. The Houston Astros barely beat them without Stanton on the team. Yeah. And this is, he, how many hit? 50, how many home runs did he hit this year? 59. Like 3 59 home yeah. runs. I don't know, whatever steroids yeah. he's using, they're the good ones. They work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vic, what's more likely scenario? Stanton on the Dodgers next season or LeBron James on the Lakers? <laughs> where you're going with yeah. this. He was coming. I love uh, it. Or both. LeBron to the Lakers. If you, you think you, so? I do. You got to put your because money LeBron's on Because LeBron's a free agent, so he can make his own decision. With, but with, Stanton, with Carlos he has a, he has a no Star- trade clause. What's that? He has a no trade clause. Who? Stanton. Okay, okay but you still need Dodgers teams still to need work to together. You have to waive that. Well, okay, but you still have to get teams to work together to get that trade to happen. Right. Where that's more difficult than your star player saying, I don't want to play for Cleveland anymore. I want to play in Los Angeles. I, I want to say LeBron James, too, but... Again, I go back to what Jeff always you says that he both. loves that he loves uh, that tension. Like he's doing yeah. stuff on purpose. So you yeah. really don't know. Pretty much, we know Stanton wants to come to the Dodgers, yeah, so we know that's it. a fact. Yeah. You know he's, what I mean? He's actually said the words, whereas LeBron has danced. Yeah, he's done danced the dance around yeah. it. So basically, this is more like Paul George than yes. it is LeBron James. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And and look where Paul George is this year. I'm just saying, you with a contract like that, yeah, but the, a lot of teams are going to say, "Fuck you for wanting to go somewhere right. else." We're not. We'll trade you anywhere else but that. And if you if you which decline, is, which might happen. If you decline right. that that your your no trade clause, then you're asked to stay in right here, and right. fans are going to hate you. All right, before my hypothetical question <laughs> turns into another half-hour segment. <laughs> to the Dodgers pod. <laughs> Our last item of business is a new segment that Vic came up with. Useless stat Ooh. of the week by Victor <laughs> Costello. Here. That's old. It's not oh. just useless stats <laughs> for LA. Version. It's useless stats for the rest of the country, right? So what, what is this, Vic? 
Well, I always feel like we, we don't mention a lot of stuff on the podcast because obviously stuff doesn't happen. Not Well, apparently not everything happens here in Los Angeles. So I never, can't... I, yeah. Doesn't matter. We right. never have anything Nothing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to try to present what happened in the past week in 30 seconds or less. Oh! Hold on. I love right? this. Here we go. We need 30 seconds on the clock. And okay. Here we go. Action. Jerry Jones backed out of suing the NFL over Roger Goodell contract extension. Derrick Rose may retire from the NBA. He should. Alex Ovechkin scored a hat trick uh, that moved him to the top of the goal scoring list in the NHL, and he overtook Mike Bossy for 21st on the career scoring list. Who cares? Josh Gordon says he was making $10,000 per month selling marijuana in college. Oh, I got to get that. Makes sense. The Giants have benched Eli Manning, ending his consecutive start streak at 210 games. Well deserved. The Houston Rockets are 16 and 4, and apparently the real deal. LeBron James was oh, ejected from that's a... 30 seconds. Oh. <laughs> but keep going. The I end. want to hear the rest. No, really quick. <laughs> then LeBron then James why did we do the 30 seconds? Why did we <laughs> that's never guys in that. short no, right, right. no, We're ending it. We're ending it. That we're was, ending that was seven it. items. Well done. Yeah, I tried. Good Rapid job. Fire. All right. I like that uh, new segment. <laughs> Can we expect quick that next fast. week, too? Yeah, why not? Guys in short style. Let's get out of here, gentlemen. Before we do, we should mention the FanDuel League, and I can't see in my notes who... Anybody oh. know who won? Well, Basically, you're, you have, you're stalling, you so it? I'm sure you that's pull you. pull it up on your app who won? You won, Jeff. Go ahead and rub it in. Did I win by a lot of points? I have no idea. Yeah, I really don't care. Yeah. The answer is I dominated all you fools. It's like 180-some points. Well, I put good up. for you. Yeah. No, no one cares, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, everyone it's cares. Just, it's just money. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Someone join the league and beat Jeff. Yeah. And if you want <laughs> to I will that, pay your entry fee. Shoot us a, shoot us a Twitter or a shoot message us a Twitter or an email or, a, or something. <laughs> Let us know you want to join. We'll get you in there. It's a ton of fun. Five bucks. FanDuel. All right. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram oh, <laughs> Guys in Shorts Sports. You can also find us on Facebook and Reddit and all those. We're on the internet at guysinshorts.com. We got a store up there. You can get all your Guys in Shorts merch. Leave a voicemail for us at 562-450-3356. And share the show. Review it with all your friends. And tell them how much you love everyone on the show except for Ben. Especially Eric. You. <laughs> C. Uh-oh. L. We got dueling fight songs. <laughs> and we have reached a new low. <laughs> we apologize to our listeners. They, they They're fight it, song fighting. They, t- they yeah. turned it off hours yeah. ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's the good news. Oh, our thanks to James Whitlock and Dennis Wilson for stopping by. For Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Ta-